continuing the discussion of the Meshach Mokhama. So the, the Mishnah had said, going through the various Peturim, Mia Ishesha Eris Isha, the Pasik said, so you can be Yashul Beisait. So Tarabonim, the Gemara makes the Drushes over here for the Allahs in the Mishnah. It says, Asher Aras, or Aris. So we Darshan, it could, doesn't have to say the word Asher, what's the extra Asher? So we Darshan Echelam Aris as a Pesula, whether it's a woman who was never married before, Vechem Aris as Almona, Vechem Shemaris Yavim, even if it's a Shemaris Yavim that he never did anything to. So she was married to his brother, and now she falls to him, also then he's going to be. But Rafilu Chamisha Zachin. If you have five brothers, he's not the only one. Lavdaf, he's going to end up doing the Yibum Bechlav. Who may Sechem and Mochama, and maybe one of them dies even during the war. So now you have these four brothers who are now Zokuk to Yibum to Zumanos. They're not getting married during war, right? So that, you never have to worry about a situation of something Ma'aris and Isha during the war. But Shemaris Yavim could actually occur during the war. Then Kula Mchaisim, they actually leave the war in the middle and they come back. Okay, so that's the first stage of Alocha. Then the Pasik says. The pasuk continues. So he darshan loy lokach. He could have just said loy lokach. He didn't take her. Loy lokach is a miut. Rashi says prat that even though we said when you marry these women, when you do erison, you are putter from going to war. However, there are some women when you marry them, you're not putter from going to war, and those are women that were married beisser. All these people have a chiyuv lav. Therefore, they're not in the pasuk, not included in the pasuk of loy lachah, because you're not supposed to be taking them in the first place. Therefore, those people need to go to war. Says, "My wait a second. If a kain gadol marries an almana, or a kain hedge marries a grusha, lechayra they're going to be putter for going to war according to Yosef Glili. Anyways, dear Yosef Glili, we mentioned already yesterday. Yomar hayyari verachlevav that when the pasuk at the end says people who are afraid don't have to go to war, Yosef Glili is going to say in the Mishnah coming up, zamas yamri averis should be other. That's referring to someone who's afraid of averis. So therefore, a kain gadol marries an almana, a kain hedge marries a grusha, etc. All those people have been over. So even if the pasuk says they're not excluded from going to war from the petur because of leilakha, but according to Yosef Glili, they're going to be patur because they're over avera. Over avera, a patur from going to war anyways. Mars is an amazing chap. I feel that Yosef Glili. Because Rabbi has a, a tremendous yisoid. Rabbi says in the Warren Kedusha, Nama Rabbi, Lo'ayla menu chayev ad she'yivol. says, what is the iser? The iser of a kohen gadol to marry, what well, we, we say in English at least, marry an almano, or a kohen hedger to marry a grusha, or any of these yisurim, is the iser maise kedushin, or is the iser maise bia? Says Rabbi, the iser is the maise bia. Now, as Tarashi points out, by Mamzer it says, Loyovoi Mamzer. Loyovoi is clearly meaning the Maisabia. By, by some of them it says, Loisishatinbom. Loisishatin is clearly to make a Maisabia. That's clear, to make a, a, a Yichud together. But by when it says, Loyikach, Loyikach sounds like a Maisakadushin. So it sounds like the Maisa Kedushin is the Yisr. On that, Rabbah comes along as Mechadish Matam, because it says, Lo Yikach, Mishum Lo Yichal. It says, Lo Yikach, Velo Yichalel Zarei Ba'amav. Vidashin Lo Yichal means that the child of a Grusha, of a kind to a Grusha, would be a Chalel, or the Isha herself becomes a Chalel. She's also to marry a kind moving forward. And we connect, says Rabbah, the Lo Yikach to Lo Yichalel, and therefore, Mishum Hachi, Eino Loike Ad Sheyivol. The Isr is only by a Maisa Bia, as, as as I mentioned, 
by by a mamza, it's posh. It says lo yovay. Lo yovay is a ma'isabia, and therefore all these yisurim, it's the ma'isabia that's usher, not the ma'isa kedushin. And therefore, if one of these pure people does a ma'isa erisim and never did a ma'isabia, by erisim generally speaking, you're not doing the ma'isabia, then you're talking not over the avera. Therefore, according to Rabbi Aglili, you would not be putter from going to war because you didn't do the avera yet. The only question is, are you putter for going to war because you're married to a woman and haven't done nisuin yet? Kamash from the pasuk that since the ma'isa. The Nisuin, the Kedushin is a Kedushin that we do not want to happen, and we do not want it to lead to Nisuin at all. Therefore, they're also not included in Pator, Mitam Eresisha. So that's the first group of people. Tanarabon, the second group of people. The second group of people is Asher Bona Bayis Chodesh, Veloi Chanchoy, Elech Vyoshev Labesek. So here also we dash in Asher Bono, Asher Noto, and we said Asher Eres. Those are the three that we had mentioned that the Pazit talks about. If you built a house, if you planted a vineyard, and if you were being married. Why in that order? Why is the Pesukim saying in that order? The Torah is teaching you, the Torah is the way a person should live his life. Theoretically. First, you have to build a house. Then you make sure you have a parnosa, you plant fields. And only then you can go and get married. Because how can you get married if you don't have a way to support your wife? Shlema said this himself in Mishle. He said, That's the Pesach. And what does it mean? Build a house. Outside, you plant for the future. Then you plant a kerem. And then, As we say in all of Shas, And therefore, Shlema said the same thing in Mishle. And that's where the Mishnah got it from. However, the Gemara said, if you want a, a more yeshivisha approach to this pasuk and this drasha, davaracher hachem mechutz melachtecha is a mikra. First, you have to master Tanakh. Then master the halachas of the Mishnah that come out from the Pesukim. And Achor, Gemara. Then you can move on to Gemara once you know all the Pesukim and you know all the Brises and Mishnahis. Now you can master the Gemara as far as putting it all together. No, okay, well, it gets worse, it gets better. Dover Acher, another way to Darshan, taking a step further, the Mikro Mishnah, that the basic things you need to know is Mikro Mishnah together. Vatabah said the law the Gemara, but there's another stage. Acher, Benisa, Beisecha, Elumaisim, Taifim. Right, it's not enough to just learn the Gemara. You have to take an Allah Halamaisa and be able to know what the Allah is from, that, from, from the Gemara. He says a further stage. No. That's referring to learning in general. That's learning learning the Mishnayas, figuring out the Svarts. That's the basic. But if you want to make that stick, that's Dorush Vekabel Svar. So either it means to make a Chazara, to make sure you remember it, or the Marsha says it means to do it Be'iyun. So after you've learned the Gemara, and then you've learned Halakha Lamaisa, now you can go back and learn it more Be'in, and then it will stick even further. So whichever Pshat you want to go with, all, all the concepts are the same, that you're building up in the stages until you get to the goal. There's so our Gemara that we're learning out that the stages are, first build a house, then have a Parnosa, then marry a Nisha. So now we've gone through the, the people who are putter from war. We said even though they're putter from war, if they got married and they didn't do Nisuin, if they planted a field and they didn't live there for four, and they didn't have it four years, or they built a house and they didn't live in it yet. So all those people are putter from going to war, but we said they have to do the basic jobs of logistics. 
says the Gemara, but the following people do not return from war at all. We said in the Mishnah, if you build just a non-living house or not a machsan, and we said, we said, if you built a, rebuilt a house on existing infrastructure, on existing, uh, on existing amudim, that also doesn't count on a foundation. Tana though, im dimos echot If he didn't rebuild it exactly, he added onto, added onto the foundation, added onto the house, added on different windows or doors, whatever he added onto, then already it's considered a new house and he would talk to be pot. The Yezer had said in the Mishnah, If you build a brick house in this area, why? Every three years, twice every seven years, the ground is very soft and the whole building just falls down. It's earthquakes or whatever it is. And therefore, that's not called a permanent house. It would be like what we call a caravan. And therefore, it's not a permanent house. That's not enough to make a person not have to go to the war. Then the Mishnah said the Chiddush, which is Elu She'ein Zazim The following people are not just Potter from going to war, they're also Potter from even being involved in the war logistically, and they don't even have to go to the to the border where people are gathering to hear the to hear the speech from the from the Kaimishuach Bahama and from the Shaitim. They don't have to hear it at all. And those are the people who got married and have not finished Shanarishina. So they did these suin, but didn't do Shanarishina. Or they built a house but they didn't finish living in it a year. Or they have Karim, they lived the Karim, they built a Karim, they already made it through Orla, and they're in the fourth year but they didn't finish the fourth year yet. All those people we said are totally potter from war. Where do we see that from? Turn around, bottom. It says in the passing, this is a different set of psukim. This is a psukim not in this parish, it's in Dvarm Chavdalim. It says, can you read the whole pasuk? Ki yikach ish isha chadasha. When the person takes a new wife, lo yeitze batzava, v'lo yavar alav l'chol davar, noki yeh lebeisei. She told you, tzal shana achas, v'simech is ishte ha'shalokach, and she v'samech his wife. So this is a pasuk teaching you the halacha we have called Shana Rishayna. So where do we see anything? This pasuk, pasuk, trying to read it, just about being married. What does it have to do with a kerem or a house? So more dashes over here. First of all, that's mamish a new wife, meaning that she was a psula and she was never married before. What if a person's marrying a woman who was already married, not to him, but was married married to somebody else, so she's not chadasha legamri? So it's a din in from new, from the husband's perspective, from his perspective to her, it is new, and therefore it's isha chadasha and not just chadasha. But it can't be that he's taking back his grusha. Right? So it has to be new to him the first time. So if a person is grusha, that's out of both parshas we said. So he shouldn't go out to war, he shouldn't fight. Maybe these people should also be involved in the logistics. It says, the Pasuk, that he's not involved at all. These people have to stay home. So maybe this drush is not only going on the people in the Pasuk who already were married and didn't finish Shana Rishayna, but even on the original people, the original Parsha, who were before Nisuin, maybe those people also should be putter from the logistics. The Pasuk over here says, So even though everybody, all these people are putter from the going to fight, but only these people who already were married from the Suin didn't finish Shana Rishayna. They're part of from logistics jobs. Whereas the other group of people are still chayev in the logistics jobs to bring money, food, and water, etc. 
I think I skipped a line here, actually. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be over two lavim, and therefore you're going to be over two lavim. That a if the, if you make them work, or if you make them go to war, if you actually go to war, then it's going to be a double lav. If they just do logistics work, it's not like it's one lav. If they actually go to war, it's going to be two lav. Sorry. Oh, so this is a whole question. This is a, this is a question that the person <coughs> bring up over here. Are these halachas voluntary? Right. Can a person volunteer and say, I want to go to war? Okay, so it might be difference between these two groups of people. There might be a difference. It could be this group of people, the Pasuk says, it's an isser that maybe you're not allowed. Maybe the first group of people, they're not supposed to, but since they're involved in logistics anyways, maybe they could fight. The Mepharshim debate whether a person is allowed to be kilu moichol, or the wife can be moichol, and let the person go work. It's not exactly clear. Continues the Mishnah. The Posukim say, V'yosru ha-shoy So we said there was three times. First there was the Kayin, and then the Kayin repeating. Then it was the Kayin with the Shoytchim repeating. And then the third group was, V'yosru ha-shoytchim, the Shoytchim themselves say. Now what are those Shoytchim say? V'yosru ha-shoytchim, I'll read the Posuk. L'dabar alam, V'yamra miya ish ha-yore v'rach le'vav. Whoever is afraid, Yelech Yashua Beisrei. So the first time the Kayin spoke, Kayin said, don't be afraid. He didn't say who goes home. He just said, don't be afraid, don't be afraid. Everything will be good. The, the debate in the Paiskin whether that's actually allowed to be afraid or just encouragement not to be afraid, that's a separate discussion. The second shlav was, we said, at least second in the Pasuk, Lavdafka second in the order, was that you have, you, whoever's putter, <coughs> whoever's putter, because of the various reasons, but by they go home. Then the third group was, the Shaitan himself spoke without the Kayin and said, if you are Taka afraid, then your putter go home as well. Says the Gemara, what does it mean to be afraid? Says the Mishnah. It means if you're afraid. Rashi says it means that they were, it sounds like Rashi is saying they were claustrophobic. In those days when they used to line up to go to war, right, they line up in, in very straight rows, and everyone was side by side, marching together. So you, you, you don't like that. You also don't like to see guns and, and swords. All that just terrifies you. If you're not that kind of person, we don't want you in the battle. That's Rabbi Kiva's practical. Which is what we had already mentioned. No, it's talking about someone who's afraid. For afraid from Averis. Not afraid from practical. Afraid from Averis. The reason that the Torah says all the original group of people are potter is not because we're really concerned that they're not going to fight well. It's the opposite. Since we don't want the people who are doing Averis to go to war, and no, everyone's going to be embarrassed to say that they're the ones who did Averis, therefore we say, ah, no, maybe he went home because he was bought up by his chadash. Maybe he went home because he had a kerem. And therefore, that's one of the reasons why the terrorist says you're put to all those other people is just to make it a larger group so to not to embarrass the people who did Averis. This is not Rabbi Yisrael. This is Rabbi Yisrael. He's adding something. We'll see what he's adding. All these people. These are people over in Avera. They're over in Avera. Again, like we said in the Gemara, they actually did the Maizabiya. If they're actually over those Averas, they are examples of people who are going to be potter. What is he adding on? The Gemara will explain. At the end of the parish of Pasik Tes, it says, And then they would set up the various different soldiers, the various different sergeants and captains, whatever they had over there, in the front of the people. What does that mean? says, First of all, the mission says, Even though it says the front of the people, it doesn't just mean in front, it means behind them as well. Why? You have officers who stand in front 
front of the people, the soldiers, and officers who stand behind them. The kishilon shabarzu They have some sort of large stick or weapon, some sort of a tool they used to have. Right. What's the issue? Anybody who tries to run away from the battle, these officers are the, the MPs, right? The military police, to make sure nobody goes AWOL, to make sure nobody runs away, and therefore they're allowed to hit them with these sticks. There's a, there's a backwards Lushan, the more will fix the Lushan, but it's saying that when people start running away, that's when you start losing the battle, right? When these soldiers are demoralized, then you're in trouble. Shenemar, the uh, examples we have from Navi. So when you run away, you're in trouble. Additionally, it says over there, also in Shmuel, and then they fell and they lost in battle. So you see, again, when you run away, that demoralizes the army and then you're going to be in trouble. So we have to make sure that we have military police there to make sure that all the soldiers stay in line. That's where actually the term comes from, staying in line. It's the, making sure the soldiers stay where they're supposed to stay. Bamed Vamamurim says the Mishnah, a big qualifier in everything we've been learning. Bamed Vamamurim, Mamulchemes Rishos. All this is when you're doing Mamulchemes Rishos. So, two types of Mamulchemes we had. We have, we'll see three maybe, but at least two cards. Mamulchemes Rishos is when Klaiso was expanding their territories outside the borders of Eretz which we know David HaMelech did from time to time. That's the Mulchemist Rishos. Then you have a choice. Maybe you're going to go, maybe you're not going to go if you built a house, etc., all these things. Of the Mitzvah, when they're conquering Eretz Yisrael, Bezman Yeshua, etc., HaKol Yoitzin. Afilu Chaser Mechadre, even a Chaser at his wedding, the Kala Mechupasa, Mepharshim discuss, what does this mean? Are women going to war? Yes, no. Some Mepharshim say no, if the chassan leaves. And obviously the kala is not going to be there, so she's leaving too. Other Mepharshim say they know that actually by a mochemist mitzvah, the women would participate, whether they actually fought, if they could or not, or they were just involved in the battle. We see Dvorah and Barak, we saw Dvorah went to war over there as well. So there could be situations by a mochemist mitzvah where women are actually involved in the battle as well. Rabbi puts a, a slightly different twist on it. He changes the terminology. Our terminology was Rishus and Mitzvah. His terminology is Mitzvah and Chayva. As we'll see in the Gemara, there really is no difference in terms of our halacha. It's just a question of the terminology we use. The Gemara will explain. Says the Gemara, Okay, that's the mission. Rabbi Yaisi said, if a person does a virus, he's putter for more. That was Rabbi Yaisi. Rabbi Yaisi came and said, examples, Grushev, Chalut, Silicon, Hedger, etc. What is the examples? The question is, does this apply to Dine Drabbanon? Or is it only if a person's over Dine Drabbanon? So Rabbi Yaisi, I gladly said, if you're over an Avera, meant any Avera, even the very Seifer. person doesn't like Hanukkah candles, he's putter from going to war. Whereas Rabbi Yaisi's examples, we're all examples of a Suri Daraisa. Mamzer, Grusha, Amona, those are all examples of Daraisa, and that's why he was stressing only part if you have a Din Daraisa. Come on, Azor Desanya. The Braisa says, listen to this one, Soch ben tefillah tefillah. If a person talks during davening, Rashi says, Ben Anochas tefillin shayala tefillin shayash. While you're putting on your tefillin, person talks and he's mafsik between the bracha of the tefillin. Averi biyadei vechayzula mechor mechama. Person doesn't go to war from that. So, Kiman, that's clearly only a Dindar Abana. It's definitely not a Dindar Isa. And therefore, that would only be like a Kibbeisha If you all only Dindar Isa, then you would not, it's not a good thing, but he would not be possible going to war. 
So it sounds like we have Machlaikis in the Mishnah. Ibn Kiva says, if you're afraid physically, you're Potter. It basically says, only if you're afraid from the Averish should be other. So the, it sounds like, according to Yeshua if you're a Tzaddik, but you're just physically afraid, then you're not going to be Potter. It says in the Brisa, Shama called Kralis, we hear the horns, So if a person hears all this noise from the, from the, from the, from the swords and from the people marching and all that, and he can't hold himself in, he actually goes to the bathroom there, he's so scared, so he leaves the wall. Right? That's a classic person who's just physically afraid. That's only Rabbi Akiva. According to basically, we don't see anywhere that if you're afraid, you go back for more. At least in this case, where the person actually loses control of his bodily functions, I feel basically that that would also be a patur. It says one of the issues is we want to make sure that he being afraid doesn't demoralize everybody else. So if he just stop afraid, it sounds like basically he would say, no, stop afraid, stay and fight. But if he's so afraid that at this point he's, he, it, 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 it's, it's, you could see it externally, then maybe even a basically would be Maida that such a person would be opposed. So there would be two Patur, according to basically, both for Averis and for if you're physically afraid to go to war. So we said if the, if the, uh, when they go to war, you have to have these military police to make sure nobody runs away from the front and the back. And it said in the Mishnah, Shetchilas Niso Nefilo. That the beginning of Nisa is Nafila. Says that makes no sense. Hayav they should tchilas Nisa Nafila. They should tchilas Nafila Nisa. It's just that the beginning of the loss is when you run away. Not the beginning of running away is the loss. It makes no sense. Me bayulay. Say, well, you're right. Change the girsa. Aim if they should tchilas Nafila Nisa. That's what the girsa should be. The beginning of the loss is when you get demoralized. Rishus the Rabbanan. That which the Rabbanan in our Mishnah called Rishus. Zu mitzvah der Behuda. That's what Behuda called a mitzvah. And mitzvah der Abana, which they called a mitzvah, zui chavi der Behuda. So it's just a game of terminology. Everybody agrees there's two levels. Just a question of what do you call each one? Amarava. However, so Rava says, let's make some clarifications over here. Melchemes Yeshua lekavesh, when Mishua went to Mekavesh at Yisrael, they are called chayva. That is an absolute chayv. Even though it's an absolute chayv, the Rabbana don't call that chayva. They use the word mitzvah. But everybody agrees you must go to that war. That's what I'm talking about. When David was capturing Elians outside Eretz Yisrael, that's definitely Rosh Hashanah. You don't have to do that. David decided strategically it made sense to do it, but he didn't have to do it. And therefore, the Rabbanon called that a Rosh Hashanah. Yehuda calls that mitzvah, because it's nice, it's a mitzvah to follow the king into battle. Everybody agrees to that categorization. What about a defensive war? Or an offensive defensive war, right? When you attack the Goyim to make sure they're not, not going to, not for financial reasons necessarily, but because you're afraid they're going to attack you first. Is that called Rishos or is that called Chayva? How do we use that terminology? But Lamais, it's all the same. In terms of our halachas, of who's Potter, who's saying, anytime it's not a Chayva, anytime you don't have to go to the war, then you do the halachas of of our parsha apply. Anytime you do have to go to the war, the Allah of our parsha of Meshach Muhammad do not apply. So what's the machlekes of here? What terminology you use? So man afkamino, Isaac mitzvah, patamana mitzvah. We know there's generally a halacha called Isaac mitzvah, patamana mitzvah. Someone's doing one mitzvah, he doesn't have to go to another mitzvah. Is this type of war that when they go out to do a defensive war, is that called a mitzvah? There's an Isaac mitzvah, patamana mitzvah. Fighting Yeshua is for sure a mitzvah. Isaac mitzvah, patamana mitzvah. 
Going with David to capture extra lands is for sure not a mitzvah in terms of this categorization. I assume it's not part of mitzvah. A defensive battle, then we could debate what that categorization is. But in terms of our halacha, that doesn't make a difference. If it's Muhammad's mitzvah, what we call, what we call Muhammad's mitzvah, Meshav HaChamad does not apply. If it does, it does. Another halacha we had that you have to do in Lashon Kodesh is the halacha of Egla Arufa. So this is a parasha also in parasha Shoftim. All the time, parasha Shoftim reads the psukim. So you find a chalal in the sada. You don't know who murdered this person. Somebody called Zekenecha and Shavtecha go out. And they have to measure from the dead body to find the closest city. They take an egg, what we call egg rufa. They take an animal and they break its neck. We'll discuss the halachas of it. So first of all, this halacha is as the pasuk is not kareiva. The Gemara Basra has a whole discussion over here about the halacha of kareiv, kareiv. First halacha of roiv, roiv a color. We pasuk roiv is better. Therefore, the Gemara seems to qualify this this halacha and say that that which we say that you measure to the closest city is lavdafka. If the closest city is small. And there's a little bit further city that's at least in the, in the range. But as much, much bigger population-wise, you might actually go to the bigger city. Depends on the situation. Some of us learn that you don't go to either city in that situation. But it's not so simple that it's always the closest city. We get to the Gemara Basra, Mitzvah Shem, we'll see more details of that. But says the Gemara, when you get up and say these different things they have to say, later on the Zikni, her ear, are going to say a... Oh, what the Psukim say, they say, etc. That has to be done by Lashen Kodesh. Shenemar, how do we know it has to be done by Lashen Kodesh? So what does that have to do with anything? The Gemara will explain. So that's the Gemara. When it's not, not, don't get confused, it's two stages. Okay, there's the Zikanim of the city that we choose. They have to do the process of Eglarufa. Here we're deciding, here we're just talking about who does the measuring. The measuring is not done by the local Bezdin. The measuring is done by representatives from the Bezdin Agodosh of Yerushalayim. How many? The 71 in that Bezdin of Yerushalayim, obviously. How many come out here? Says the Tanakama, three. Shloishim, Bezdin Agodosh of Yerushalayim, Yerushalayim, Chamisha, five. Shenemar, how does he get five? Zikeinecha u'shvatecha. Zikeinecha is two. Shvatecha is two. Then bezdin gadol shako mesifanecha. You can't have an even number in a bezdin at all, in case you have a discussion about it. And therefore, you always have to have an odd number. So it's four becomes five. Where does he get three from? Where does he get five? More details, and more will explain. Now, says the Mishnah, other alochas. Nimtza tomun begal. What if the, the dead body was found buried? Buried underneath something, not even in the ground, just covered over. Or Talib Ilan, it was a hanging corpse. just floating in the water. The din of Egla Rufa does not apply. Shenemar, it says in the puzzle we just read, they found the body, Ba'adama. Ba'adama means on the ground, not covered over. Noifel, Avir. says Noifel, he has to be flo- on the ground, not floating, not hanging. Floating on water also does not count. Tomorrow, tomorrow we'll discuss what if you have a pile of bodies. Does the top one considered on the ground or not? Tomorrow's going to take it literally. We'll discuss that more tomorrow. Nimsa Samech Lesfar. What if you find it close to the border? Which means it might actually be Goyim who did it. 
Because Goyim could have come from outside of Eretz Yisrael and killed this person. Or the Yishrub Gechavim, or close to a city that has our Gishas. Some Gishas have any Goyim in it. That if you could blame this on a guy, maybe you just blame it on a guy and leave it alone. Or if the closest city does not have a Bezdin, so it's not a real city, so then also Egel Rufa does not apply in that case. We'll see more details about Halacha tomorrow. Now, this seems to be a repetitive halacha. We just said an ear without a bezin doesn't count. The mission seems to be repeating itself. We'll see in the Gemara tomorrow more details. So, my comer, we didn't see anything here about Lashon Kodesh. It says, That's the Pasuk that we, we say. It says, Lashon of Anu. By the Levim and Hargrizim and Ariyam, it says, Vanu Levim Vamru. Mani, Amor Alon is Belashin Kodesh, which we learned out from Moshe Dabar Elakim and Nenabak Koyal, that has to be Belashin Kodesh. Afghan Belashin Kodesh. And then the Mishnah continues, So, the Mishnah sort of skips over the Lashin Kodesh Joshua. The Gemara is explaining that in that Pasuk itself, which is not actually the Pasuk the Mishnah does not quote, it's the Anu Pasuk, that's where we see the idea of Lashin Kodesh. Then we have a Machlaikis. How many members of the Bezdan Agolish Shalim come out? Three or five? What's the Machlaikis? He ignores Vishvatecha. What does he do with the Pasuk of Vishvatecha that we have in the Pasuk over there? It says, does not tell you which Bezdin you take these people from. Are they the Bezdin of Shalayim? Are they from a local Bezdin? Vishvatecha says they have to be from the best of your Shoftim, meaning the ones that are in the Lishkas Agazas in Yerushalayim. And therefore, he says, the only part people I have for the count is Vizikenecha. Zikenecha is two, plus odd is three. Yehuda, how does Yehuda know which Bezdin to take that from? If he do Yishvatecha for the numbers, how does he know which Bezdin to take that from? Mizikne Zikenecha. Could have just said Zikne. Why does it say Zikenecha? There's extra chaf at the end. It teaches you both things. A, the number two, and it teaches you the ones from Yerushalayim. If it just would have said Zikne without Zikenecho, have a feel Zikne Shuk. If I just said Zikne, maybe that just means older people. You don't know what it means the Bezdin Yerushalayim. So, Kosrachman is Zikenecho. Okay. The Kosrachman is Zikenecho. If you just said Zikenecho, have you enough Sanhedrin Katana? Okay, so I need, I can't have just old people. I have to have members of Sanhedrin. But which Sanhedrin? There's different levels of Sanhedrin. Maybe the Sanhedrin from 23 is good enough. So, Kosrachman Uvishvatecho, you be Chodun Shishvatecho. So, according to Abishim, you need three drushes. A, if you just had one, it would just be older people. If you just had a second drasha, it would be members of the small bezdin. So you need to have three drashas to teach me has to be members of the largest bezdin, the bezdin lishka sarkosis. So Behuda, how does Behuda know all this? If Behuda uses shvatecha to teach me another two people, so how does he know all these drashas that has to be from the bezdin agolo? So the more Behuda, gomer zikne zikne mizikne eda. There's another lachal by parhelam dover shal tzibur. If bezdin makes a mistake and roiver the tzibur doesn't have error based on a psak of bezdin, so they bring a parhelam dover. And by Parhalam Dover, it says over there also, Mizikneho Eida, and they are clearly Zikneha Eida, 
is going to be referring to the Bezdin Agadol Shem Yishalayim. So Yehuda learns out from that that just like the Halach of Parhalim Dabras by it's referring to the Bezdin Agadol Shem also the Zikanim over here in our parsha is automatically referring to the Bezdin Agadol Shem Yishalayim. Malayim Yichadim Shemayd Avkan Yichadim Shemayd. So wait a second. Igamar if he's learning this parsha from Parhalim Dabar, legamar lekula milsa may also. Rashi points out that the Gemara over there in Sanhedrin says when you bring a Parhalim Dover, you need to have representatives of Sanhedrin Agadol there by the carbon. How many representatives do you need? Five. So it, how do you know? It's a drush over there. So if you know you need five over there, then it'd be, if Rabbi Yehuda has Xerah Shava connecting Egla Rufa to Parhalim Dover, he could use that same Xerah Shava to teach me five. And he doesn't need Zekanech or Shvatech or anything. Just learn it out from Parhalim Dover. So it cannot be that he learns that from Parhalam Dover. So we're back to the original question, which is, it must be you're learning Zikne, Zikanecha, Shvatecha to teach me you need Bezna Gadol, Shibu Shalayim. If that's the case, we're back to the question, where does it mean have extra people from? You should just have the basic two, which becomes three. Where does he get five? So Ella, Vav, Ushvatecha, Leminyana. He says, it says, Vav, it says, Vishvatecha. Vishvatech, as Rehuda says, that teaches me that you have to have an extra two. So that's actually going back to read the Mishnah. When the Mishnah says, Rehuda Dashun Zikainecha Vishvatecha, he's actually talking Zikainecha is two, and the Vav of Vishvatecha teaches me the other two, not the word Shavtecha. The word Shavtecha is actually going to be teaching me that you need the best in the Shemir Shalayim. Rabbi Shimon, Vav Rabbi Shimon does not darshan that extra Vav. One more piece. If you're darshaning all these words from the Pasuk, every time it says Berabim, it means two. It says V'yotsu, and V'yotsu Zekeinecha V'shvatecha V'madadu. So V'yotsu Ishnaim, V'madadu Ishnaim. So maybe you should add on another four. And then according to that, Kantesha, you have five, you have eight, which becomes nine. And then Shimon, Arekan Shiva, you have six, which becomes seven. So if you're counting each one of these multiple words, maybe you should count those as well. So teach you a different teaches you Bezdin can't appoint Shluchim to do this. The Bezdin must appoint members of the Bezdin themselves, must come do it themselves, no Shlichus. It has to be Vyatsu, they come out. Vimadidu, that's usually amazing Allah. Let's say there's only one town around here. There is no other city. We know clearly that this is the closest city. I don't have to measure anything. It's clear. There's a mitzvah to do the medida anyways. A, it could be because maybe you made a mistake. But the Ramah says an interesting svara because part of the process of the members of the Bezin coming out here to look at the Shetach is to make a rash. And it'll be in the newspapers. And it'll be on the, everyone will be talking about it. And then maybe we can identify who the murderer was. So it's a mitzvah to do the medida even if you know. So Vyatsu says you're not allowed to have shlichim. The mother says you have to medida even if you know. And therefore those psukim are not available to teach me extra members as an edgim. So so far we've seen two shittas. Either you need three members as an edgim to do the medida or you need five members as an edgim to do the medida. Tomorrow we'll see that maybe there's a shita who says you need the entire bezdin to do the medida. We'll see them in Hashem tomorrow. Agut Shabbos.